Welcome to the Life Laundry Podcast. I'm Gemma. I'm Chippy. You've caught and we me. Haven't, had, haven't had a chance to uh, tell you that I'm feeling incredibly smug today. Why? Well, I, I already know what my positive is. What? Is that, was that Margaret? Immediately. As really as loud. As, yes. That was really loud. Go on, go on. Come in, just sit down, just sit and shh. Maybe, maybe, she, maybe she just wants to be in the episode. I've said this before. I think she's just like, I'm here. It's you, me, Chippy on a Thursday. Yeah. And you never fucking let me get a word in. Except sometimes she does get a word in. Um, go on then, why are you smug? I'm smug because I already know what my positive is for the week. Okay. Uh, I've had my lunch because Joe's away in London, so everything's been running swimmingly. Like I've already eaten my lunch. Usually we have we're, we're late because I haven't had my lunch. Um, I should say because Joe makes it for me because I'm a princess. Um, we my kids got into school on time. There was no fighting. Uh, they got themselves dressed. They made themselves breakfast. At one point, they made me lie on a cushion on the floor. Well, they gave me a full body massage. What happened? And so things like, just relax. You're really the best mum ever. Aww. And then they went into school and it was lovely. And I dropped all the forms that I needed, like Jim's going to junior school, like end of term picnic forms, school raffle, handed all the forms in. Now, I know smugness comes before a fall, so something terrible will probably happen later, but I'm usually, I feel like I usually am the, op- you bring the organised mum-ness. Energy. And I bring the shit show. Because that was really weird. Um, I was thinking yesterday, oh no, she's not finished, she's got more. Not finished yet, but also, and I'm going to share a picture because I looked like a fucking crazy woman. Guess what, I went to Tesco's this morning. And do you know what I did, Gemma? Because of the laundrette saying it was really good. I did the scan, scan as you go. Yeah. And it took me, it took me a while to get the hang of it. But I did, I, I liked it. I loved not having to put everything on the conveyor belt. Yeah. I'd forgotten my bags. So that was awkward. Mm. But I can see if somebody, someone on the laundrettes, uh, on the Facebook group, shared some trolley bags that you can buy so if anyone's looking for them if you were organized I've got a set of them have you are they great I've had them for years yeah I don't know all my shopping would fit in them so are they the ones like with the like the different colors and they step down in size yeah Mm. and then they sit in the trolley yeah like they've got like six so what I do is I I might take it a little bit further than that. So I categorize my shopping as I'm going. Around. Yeah. So, yeah. So so it's easier when you get home to unpack. So everything, everyone does that. Jim. No, not everyone does that. This is the, the, the I thought everyone did that. So I'm bringing it up because no. when I walk around the supermarket and see people with these trolleys, they're just a jumbled mess. I'm like, that's why everything's colored. That's why like you've got the small red bag freezer right yeah. and then you've got like the a little bit bigger bag fridge 
And then you've yeah. got like the big, big bag, which is stuff like cereal, crisps to go in like yeah. the, the, the food cupboard. No, no. Well, maybe it just maybe it's just a separate thing. People just because like, that like, is partly what drives me mad about Lidl is that I don't have time. I try and put everything. I shove everything in the trolley. But yeah. then when I'm putting it on the conveyor belt, I try and put it yeah. in sections. And yeah. then if you're at a, a, a standards, like if you're at a Sainsbury's or a, or a um, Tesco's, you've got enough space that you can put things into the right bag. But when you go to Lidl, and I think Aldi, you don't have, because you don't have the space at the end, you end up, you start off with good intentions and then you end up just like ch- frantically chucking stuff everywhere. So, but what I found was, so I loved not having to do the whole getting everything out of the trolley at the end. And if I'd been organized and had my bags, that would have been better. Um, because it was my first time they came and they had to scan 15, I 15 items. Which I found a little offensive because it was like a spotty teenager scanning my stuff. But also then I got home and I realized I had shoplifted a loaf of bread. Because I, I got a loaf of bread from the bakery yeah. and I had to put it in a bag. And then what I should have done is scan on the shelf. Yes. But because your scanner's in your trolley, I don't think I scanned it on the shelf. I live so it when they like when those. they come and do a rescan. I'm just I'm just lifting. I'm just I'm just I just I was just googling something because it, it or whenever I think of a rescan, it always reminds me of this story. But uh, whenever I get a rescan, because I'm just such a swat anyway, I always go bright red and look guilty. And like and and I'm I just, look like I, I think I look like I was about to beat him. Um because Anthony Worrell Thompson was arrested years ago in 2012. This is from the Guardian website. I hope it's not behind a paywall. Um, he was shoplifting cheese and wine. Um, and he went through, he went through the um, self-scan. So this is what makes me laugh. So it says the former I'm a celebrity star whose restaurant business has been hit by recession was caught using a self-scanning till on Friday the 6th of January. Epiphany. Also epiphany. Oh, yeah. A, um, a camera had been set up after he was spot- spotted by staff not paying for some low-value items on a total of five occasions. He was stopped by guards leaving the store in front of shocked shoppers. Shocked shoppers. I love that. I'd have been a shocked shopper. You would. You'd have been like, Anthony, Anthony, sorry. Did you, did you pay for that, Anthony? Let me just do, do you work here? No, no, I'm just a shock shopper. A shock shopper? Shock shopper from Seven Oaks. Yeah. And so whenever I go through that, I always think of Anthony. Anthony Warren. Oh. Um, so I feel I feel bad about shoplifting. Not that bad. Sorry. The Adam had to I mean, come back with the loaf. I, I worked out when I got home. I live about 25 minutes away yeah. and I'm fairly sure Tesco's markup is quite extreme so I, I just I phoned up and apologize I wouldn't have been able to sleep do you know what 
I had to, my, my pseudo mother-in-law is buying Jack, it's Jack's birthday on Saturday, is buying Jack a riding hat for his birthday present. So we had to go and get it fitted and buy it. And we got a silk, which is a thing that goes on the top. I know what a silk is. I have been on a horse. Yeah, but some laundrettes might not. Can't assume, Gemma. Can't assume, can we? It makes an ass out of you and me. It does make an ass out of you and me. Yeah. Um, So... He was trying the silk on and then they put it on the hat for me and they were really nice. And he was being quite Jack like when Jack wants to be charming, he is like some sort of superstar celebrity charming child. And so everyone was a bit distracted by how charming he was. And we got into the car and I wanted to look at the receipt to see how much the hat was because she'd given me a certain amount. And I thought, it's not going to cover it, but I, I, I wanted to know, mother-in-laws. And um, I realised they hadn't charged me for the silk. And I went straight back in and I was like, sorry, you haven't charged me for this. And it would have been so easy for me to just yeah. walk off. So I, I am usually very good, but a loaf of bread from Tesco's, they can, they can suck it up. Because every time you'd, you'd have been on the horse, all you'd have heard was theft, theft, No, because I'm not you. Theft. I'm not you I'd have been fine with it and not I, but also a load of I went to boarding school and around well I went to a boarding school so it was fourth year which I think is yeah. year 10 uh all my friends started shoplifting it was like a badge of honor thing and I never I was always like no I don't want to be wearing stolen shit. Thank you very much. Also, I dressed in boys' clothes, so <laughs> I was going into shops by myself. But yeah, I'm sorry, I don't want to be walking around in stuff that's nicked. Thank you. It's not, it's not for me. Mm-hmm. How's your week been? Um, oh. Very sad. Yeah. I'm over oh. it. Now. I'm, I'm over it. But, Do you but, know what? Do what? you know what? What? I've heard I know three people who've lost chickens this week all of them like two of to be fair I think one of them took took their chicken to the vet to be dispatched euthanized one of them found the deceased chicken I think you win yours is worse and my and then my chick one of my chickens is not very well oh and so I was like, oh, my God, is there like a chicken? Well, anyone would think avian flu was going around. It's not, by the way. It's not. The... No, it's not. They're allowed to be free now. They're not, are they? Yeah. 11th of, March, 11th of May, they were allowed. They're allowed out. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> they're out about anyway. Oh, anyway. Yeah, it wasn't great. I mean, we so we didn't. We, we don't really she know. She your whole... favourite chicken? No. No, her name was Soleil's a lot because she oh. she's <laughs> a Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom named her. But we because obviously we we don't know how old how I mean how long do chickens even live? Well, five five to seven years, I think. Okay, so we don't know how old any of them are. She looked the oldest, 
you know what the really weird thing is? This is really weird, right? Mm. Our automatic closing door, um, the mechanism broke a few weeks ago. So we sent off for a new mechanism and they sent it and it's fixed now and it's working. But whilst it wasn't working, I was going down every night and putting them to bed, right? Making sure they were in bed. And they were just being really reluctant. So I'd always have to pick them up and put them in closed door. And then, then we fixed the door. And this is this nature's so incredible. So laser lot would go in, but none of the others would. It's literally like, well, they obviously knew that they, they were all trying to roost on the top of the apex of the roof. Ooh. I'm going down there, picking them up and going, get in there. What are you doing, you daft lot? The fox will see you. Every night. And then the, 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 the night she died, in all in, no problem. Yeah. Oh, that's well, that's the thing. My chicken that was is, is a bit under the weather is the one that got really pecked by her sister and all the feathers pulled out. And so my mum's like, well, they know, they know. But last night... My chickens usually put themselves to bed. The ducks never put themselves to bed. The ducks. Now, your ducks. I watched your Instagram story last night. They seem quite naughty. Your ducks. They are because they know. Like some days you'll go up and you'll be like bedtime, and they're like, okay. But sometimes I have to get the ducks sick, and as soon as I pick it up, they're like, okay, it's bedtime. As if I've beaten them with it. I'm sure it's just in case, like the RSPCA are driving past, and they're like, okay, okay, we're moving. Don't get the stick. Anyway. But quite often the chickens put themselves to bed. So I'll get up there. They'll be on their roost. Jobs are good. In. But yesterday, the two good chickens were, well, as you say, like trying to roost on the door frame and naughty chicken was inside. And as soon as I pushed the other ones in, she started pecking at them. So I put her in solitary confinement. Well, so she you see, won't be picked up. So I had to chase her into the solitary box I got. Because I remember you saying yeah. you had a chicken, and you had to separate them. And so when my chickens arrived, I was like, I'm buying a box so that if I have to separate someone, they've still got a roost. But do you know, um, I my theory is that maybe Sir Lazelot was the bully because they all just seem so calm now. Hmm. They're just, I know this sounds ridiculous. You do get to know your chickens, don't you? You get to know their personalities and that sort of thing. And this sounds ridiculous. And I told Mike this last night, and he just looked at me as if to say, Oh my God, you need to get out more. <laughs> I, said, I said, The atmosphere, the vibe in the chicken yeah. coop is so much chilled, more chilled now. Yeah. And he was like, oh. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the same though, because it happens with people. We had. Um, at the old school, we had a mum that took her kid out for a year, and uh, when she, and and the whole energy energy changed, and there was no bitching for a year, and she wasn't necessarily bitchy, but I think she was very divisive. Mm. Isn't it? Um, and when she came back, it went back to being quite snipey. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm friends with her. So it just mean it wasn't me having a problem with her. But I was just like, oh, it's weird how one person, even yeah. in a group of that many people. So it's not like 
all the mums talk to all the mums and the dads and all of that. It was just literally like one person can change an entire vibe. So it must be the same with chickens. And also other other thing that I learned, chickens have eyes on their eyelids. Right. So like, so her eyelids were closing. They don't have two eyelids. Well, this is salacial. It could be... They, they have, yeah, they have one that closes from the bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah, it goes upwards. And then on the eyelid, there's like a white dot with a black dot in the middle. Isn't that incredible? I don't think that's the same for my bantams. It might just be unique to her. And I was like, you clever chicken. So clever. You clever chicken. And she's I just like, my chicken's eyelids are like a light grey. They're quite yeah, sinister. I'm going to do them now. Also, they have, I want to call them gills, but they're not gills. They're like on their neck, little ruffly bits. I find them quite gross. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Not under the chin, like to the side. Might have got them on the top of their heads. Oh, we've got comb on the top of the head. Yeah. And then they've got these like pink neck bits which I find a little bit gross. Maybe your normal chickens don't have them. Um, that doesn't say anything. Um, yeah, I also don't like chicken feet. Oh, gee, I feel so guilty. Do you know why? Because I order, I feed my dogs raw meat. And so I order their, I'd love to say that I made it myself, but I, I don't, I order boxes of it. And... It's cheaper for me to buy a mixed box. And so if I, so I order, oh, I've got to order some after this. So I order two mixed hampers every time. And if you get a mixed hamper, they send you extras, right? And the extras is either duck necks, which only one of my dogs, dogs will eat, or duck feet. Mm which all my dogs will eat, but one will absolutely vom them back up again because she's pathetic at chewing. Um, and I feel so guilty as these little duck feet like going into the dog's cage. Like, Please don't, don't tell them. And I had to give Olga the chicken an Epsom salt bath the other day. And then I was eating my lunch with her tucked under my arm in a towel. And the dogs had been shut in the cage, so they didn't eat Olga because they would. And they were making annoying noises. So I was like, oh, I'm just getting absent-mindedly just went to the fridge, got out some duck's feet. And Joe was like, Olga is going to go back to the orchard with tales, tales of woe, what she saw in there. Oh, no. um, so, Joe, so I told Joe about your chicken. And about how it's problematic because the fox can dig them up. Mm. And Joe was like, well, what would you do with the chicken? And I said, I'd butcher it and feed it to the dogs. No, I couldn't do that. Yeah, you just joint it. I don't think you'd need to pluck it. Oh, no. Would oh. you need to pluck it? Tell well, us, she, laundrettes. She, a laundrette will tell us. Can I just... It, I felt physically ill yeah. for about 18 hours. Um, 
the, the whole place, it, it smelled of like death. Do you, know, do you know that? It's heavy. Yeah. Like when you're around someone or something that's, that's dying, there's like this, you can feel it. It's like a, a yeah. very heavy atmosphere. I couldn't eat. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm crying. Ben's crying. Tom's not crying. Johnny was fascinated by the whole thing. And yeah, then the cat Johnny, caught, yeah. caught a pigeon and proceeded to eat it in front of the other chickens. I'm like, what, Milo? Literally, what are you doing? As if they're not traumatized enough. What, what it was, yeah. it was almost like, it was like, it could have been worse. It could be. <laughs> yeah, I would have fed her to Milo. Oh, you just no. eat a big cleaver. In fact, the bantams are so small, I'd probably just chuck them to Loki and close the door and not look at him for another 24 hours until he was done. He's here. You know that he, along with Margaret, is the unofficial Aww. extra mm-hmm. presenter. Every time he's becoming really soft in his old age. And whenever I sit down, he comes and has a cuddle. Yeah. I mean, he'll still shred anything that comes into the garden. But in between shredding things, he comes for a cuddle. I was thinking um, yesterday when I was cleaning my stairs, because it was horrible. That's enough, isn't it, thinking? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and I was thinking, I don't know what got me on it. What got me on it? I can't remember. How you and I are almost entirely polar opposites. Yeah. In everything. And, and I can't remember why I thought about it. Even that, because as you said, I was cleaning the stairs yesterday. I was like, oh, shit, I missed it again. <laughs> like every t- And I keep being like, I need to sign up to the Patreon because rumour has it there's a one hour total house turnaround. Yeah. That I need in my life. And I keep saying to Gemma that she is driving me insane because every time I switch on any social media, it's either someone I know messaging me or a post in somewhere being like, oh my God, the Patreon's amazing. And I'm like, yes, I know. But then I keep seeing about the total house turner and I'm like, oh, that is I made, what I need. I made Mike, um, cause I test drive all the cleans. I made Mike yeah. do this, I, I released one yesterday, which is um, for two people. Right. So yeah. you have to decide who's person one and who's person two. Um, I should just say that Gemma sent me a message saying, Oh, I'm gonna record this clean and it's gonna be really fun. And eventually, and this was it was quite a long message. Then eventually I just replied, being like, You and I have a very different idea of fun. He enjoyed himself. Are you Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, one thing I saw was that someone was like on the Facebook group, not on the Laundrette Facebook group, on the Team Tom Facebook group, was saying, she was like, my kids are doing it. There's no moaning. Everyone's joining in. And I think that's partly the thing, isn't it? Is that yeah, we have, we've spawned very screeny kids. We, we, we're kids that grow up with, no, with four TV channels and no internet. And we, we expect kids who have grown up, you know, Ben has grown up in an age, and Jim and my, my younger two have grown up in an age with everyone has an Alexa. Everyone has a thing in your house that you can talk to that tells you stuff. And we expect them to do everything like we did in the 80s. And as much as I'm 
fully pro that. I do think that having the clean alongs where someone is, do you know what I mean? It's like having a, a modern twist, which I think will appeal to kids. Um, so I was cleaning the stairs and, I, and yeah. I thought to myself, isn't it funny how as you get older and more mature, you can appreciate people's differences Whereas when you're a kid and at school, like we would never have been friends at school. No. It just wouldn't have worked. I um, would have teased you whilst being ruthlessly bullied myself. Not you by me. That, no, no, no. But you know that chain of like, yeah, I would yeah. have been bullied for being weird, which happened at every school that I went to. And I would have, like to have said that because I was bullied I was nice to everyone but I wasn't I couldn't fucking abide a spod I couldn't see the point in them like nobody likes you so I'd be vile to them uh so yeah we wouldn't have been friends but do you what, think what that's did you like, what did you were you like a full-on goth no um I was into are we talking like teenage yeah, so like you know, like you've got like the typical groups of people. Yeah. Like what like so I wore men's wide leg trousers yeah. that I insisted that my mum take up for me because um I'm not I'm small. So I'd go to Carhartt and I'd buy men's trousers and then I would wear black uh sleeve like um not like tank tops but like slash neck muscle tops basically slash neck no sleeves um I had my belly button pierced when I was I had my nose and my belly button pierced when I was 13 did you look like the friend from Mean Girls I've never seen Mean Girls do I have to google it I'll google it I had my lip pierced when I was 17 so like um yeah I I and I listened to metal unashamedly and I can't remember a time where I didn't have black eyeliner and I was always friends with boys and what was so weird is because I moved in year 10 and I arrived at school and I smoked 20 yeah not unlike that but I yeah. had I would never have worn that outfit I'll find a picture of I'll find a picture of I wouldn't have had that gray top underneath I think I'll find a, I'll find a picture of me but I had like Janice I'm just shutting this door because it's the road's busy um I was friends with boys. Yes, yeah, so I arrived at school. I arrived at my new boarding school smoking 20 Camelites a day. And uh, God, no, it wasn't Camelites. Sovereign. I switched to Camelites when I was at university. Sovereign and um, friends with boys. And it's weird. I got bullied for that. Did you just hear the dog sigh? No. Oh. Um, yeah. Got bullied for smoking, got bullied for being friends with boys. Mm. But I wonder if I will, I'll find a picture of me. Uh, 
in my boys clothing but and I wanted to be a boy not in a transgender way but I just couldn't see the point of bitchiness and I wanted to talk about music and I wanted to go and see gigs and I didn't want to shoplift and I didn't want to get so pissed I puked and I didn't want to go to dances where boys felt you up I didn't want to go to dances I wanted to go to London. I wanted to go to the pub. I wanted to talk about music. That was my reason for being. So I just, so I, I just found school very difficult. But do you think when you're an adult, you really, you subconsciously realize that you need all bases covered. So you need to be friends with people who aren't the same as you. I don't know. I've never really thought about it like that. I just, I just think I, I'd, I'd have probably been scared of you, you see. So I'd have just given you a wide berth. Which would have been fair. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean? Because I was like such a... I mean, you would have absolutely hated me. I remember saying to my friend once, um, she phoned me on the phone and she'd been in trouble or something that day. Hmm. I said to her, you know what, whatever her name was, we do go to school to learn, you know, not to mess about. I would have shredded her. If someone had said that to me, I'd have shredded them. But the, yeah, I just, I, I bunked off all the time. If I had dissension, I wouldn't go. I'd constantly, I mean, I say constantly, about once a month, they'd have to have a whole school fire alarm because I'd be out of school and they'd have to do a head count. So like, you'd have just thought I was incredibly disruptive. I never got a detention. I never went to a detention. In fact, I got in trouble once by mistake. Oh no, how did that go down? Because it was Lisa's birthday. And Stephanie decided that she was going to egg and flour Lisa. On oh, Stephanie. And she, she did it just outside the, the science blocks, not on school property, like the road that was down the yeah, side yeah. of the school. So one of the science teachers, so now I was walking with them, right? So I was, I was capable of being friends with like naughty, rebellious kids. I just didn't get involved. Like, because yeah. I was a bit of a floater. I didn't really belong to a group. I just sort of... Yeah, Gen- same. genuinely I've got on one with everybody at <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> I had about one friend at school so I yeah. sort of like spoke to whoever so we all got pulled in like and it was like Gemma I'm so disappointed in you like I didn't I did, shh, don't you speak I'm talking I was like oh, I didn't actually do anything wrong I didn't get I didn't get a detention for it because Bound my way. exemplary behaviour in in, in, in <laughs> Yeah. I wasn't I wasn't as naughty as some people I wasn't that naughty I just did not want to be there so was not there as much as possible and in a stupid way like I would go to London I'd sign into school walk to the station get on a train go to London hang out with my mates and and looking back at it it's really really 
fucking stupid. Yeah. Age of three mobile phones. Yeah. 16 year old girl. Um, Not ideal. Tom's got his prom on Friday. Mm. Is he just lurking around your house now like a, a massive. Like, will you go and get a job? Go and get a job. <laughs> You've got, you've got from now until September to get some life experience. Go and get a job. So far, we have, we, I, see, I, I say we because I've had to help him. We've applied to McDonald's, Waitrose, Nando's, Tesco's, and a local noodle bar. Okay. And then we got back to him. I said to him, right, how, how many hours a week do you want to work? And he sort of went, couple. At a couple of hours, no. I said, you've got, you need to be working. Go on, tot off, go and get a job. God. I can't wait, that it is so far away from where I am with my kids. And obviously you've got Ben, yeah. but like, I'm looking I at- I know, it I'm, fills me with absolute fear. I'm looking at, no, but what I mean is that I'm like, ooh, how much how, can we afford this holiday club for them to have some time outside? And and you're like, go get a job. Yeah, and and like um, he said to me, there's an after party after the prom. Absolutely not. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I said, who's who's whose house is it? I don't know. Some kid. I was like, the police will be called. There will be a fight. You are not going. You're not going. <laughs> what? Okay. I think you should probably let him go. I'm like, no, I'm not going to let him go. And then, you know, house parties are the worst thing. Wait. Yeah. You're frozen. Are you back? No, I'm just thinking. <laughs> that was just me thinking. Yeah. House parties. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, so he's got his. I prom. behaved very badly at my prom. But yeah, well, he's, he, I said to him, in fact, I said it this morning, I said, you're not sitting rotting in this house for the next 10 weeks appearing just when you're hungry slobbing around in your dressing gown you need to go and do something productive god i miss that age though i wouldn't you i'd just love to slob around in my dressing gown it was thing. such a, it was such that summer was such a, a good summer for me i remember it very vividly and i i was saying to mike the other day i was like wouldn't you just love it remember when you were a kid and it was like Sunday and you were like lay on your bed listening to music whatever reading magazines you were bored but you couldn't really be asked doing anything and then you think oh, I'm a little bit hungry and then tea would be ready and then you just go and sit down at the dinner table because your tea had been made for you and then like you'd like do half arsed attempts at helping clean up and then you go back upstairs I missed that so so it, I swear we should have to live life the other way around so that yeah you, you get so that you appreciate all that stuff when it comes to you because that's the thing being old is kind of like being a child but it's just really depressing because whereas if you're like if you did that bit at the beginning yeah. it's kind of like being a child but then you just got stronger and stronger and stronger and then by the end you're just being like i'm just going to go read my room it's beans on toast. Great. Can watch it whilst doing Lovejoy. Okay, great. 
Yeah. Um, I made a very niche love joy joke on my other podcast uh, this week, which... What did he look like Googling it now? Ian McShane? Are you having to Google what Ian McShane looks like? Apparently so, Ian. I didn't even know that was his name. I worked on a film with Ian McShane and it's probably very unprofessional for me to say that uh, someone has to be in charge of spritzing his hair. Someone has to be in charge of spritzing his hair. Oh. So it has that sort of the wet look is actually wet. I remember if I actually had a crush and now I don't, didn't. Who was your first ever TV crush that you remember having? Oh no, what is it? What? Oh no, what was it? It was I've gone pink. Do you remember that? Um, it was a, a children's TV program. It was kind of like Grange Hill, kind of like Biker Grove, but it was set around like a, a stage school. Yes, I always get flashes of that. Now, but I what's his name? Really good looking. Paul Nichols. It was Paul Nichols. Right? What was and, the and name of that? What was the name of that? What was the name of the program? Paul Nichols. I swear to God, if anyone, Laura, I'm looking at you. If you live in a village with Paul Nichols, you keep. All right. Laura, what's Laura doing? Was she isn't isn't Laura the laundrette who lives near Howard? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Paul Nichols. Does he live in he, 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 he didn't oh. what? He's not aged well. Look, look what that's that was my first. Class. Yeah, you see, that's a no from me. Uh my first hair, look, we're matching. Look, look. Yeah. <laughs> You are. Oh, I should, t- I should take this moment to mention that I've locked myself out of the uh, Life Laundry Instagram account. Can't get back in. Oh, what was he um, in? He was also in EastEnders. Yeah, Paul Nichols. Um, He's in a Midsummer Murders. Children. What was the name of it? TV. The Biz. Biz. I liked Press Gang. Anyway, I've got a story. Um, my listen. Oh, okay. I was going to tell you who my crush was. So, yeah, but I took it too far. Oh, Gemma. Yeah. Okay, so he was from Bolton, right? Which is not far, obviously, from Manchester. Yeah. yeah. I decided to get on the number five hundred bus with my oh. friend. How old were you? 14. Okay. To, to, and we just went into Bolton to try and find his house. Oh, there's many things. There. There's lots of houses in Bolton. We didn't have a cat in hell's chance. And also, if we had found his house, what are the chances of him being actually in or going into his house at the time so that we knew it was his house? And also, see, if even if those things had aligned, what would we have done? Well, you'd have cried. 
probably ran off. You'd you've cried and run off, leaving your friend stuck. No, I was just—I just thought he was lovely. Right? Who did you like? Uh, I think this shows how different we are because you liked Paul Nichols from The Biz. <laughs> I liked uh, Walker from Dad's Army. <laughs> I don't know what the characters are called, but I'm hoping and praying it's not one of the older ones. Walker, I'm giving him now. Yeah, you see, that's not normal, Shiffy. So first one I remember fancying off the telly. Really? Why? I'm interested to know why. Um, my, my mother says I've got a very specific taste in men, which I won't use the word she uses. Uh, I like, I mean, here's a bad... He's a bad man, but in a very wholesome way, because obviously it's dad's army. Mm. So um, I like uh, dark haired men. Uh, he was naughty. I find that attractive. I like, I've always liked older men. I mean, my, at the same time, I was mad, like for my ninth Christmas, ninth Christmas, I got Use Your Illusion 2 by Guns N' Roses and like fully in love with Slash ever since. Like he is the third person in our marriage. Joe and I have discussed what would happen if Slash decides he wants uh, a Hampshire lady on the side, etc. Um, and I understand that Slash and everyone's like, oh, yeah, but not Slash now. Absolutely Slash now. Slash throughout the ages. That's what love is. You don't, you know. Uh, and I understand that he's not everyone's cup of tea either and that's fine I'm okay with it if I had to there was one one man on the telly that I fancied that everyone else fancied because lots of people I remember Paul Nichols was a big one um what was the Australian school not home and away and neighbors heartbreak high mm -hmm. There was a guy in Heartbreak. Oh, Island. and uh, Zach from Saved by the Bell. Zach from, so none of these did it for me. But Very clean, clean. They all look clean. There's a theme. Yeah, I don't, clean is not. And this is actually ties in very well because clean is not my thing. Obviously, actual cleanliness is. We've discussed this before. Um, oh, my God. My So-Called Life. Jared Leto, oh, my So-Called Yeah. Um, I actually... I feel like I would, I, I mean, I actually thought I might, He. I would hemorrhage at some point, just rupture. My heart would just he, rupture. He was beautiful, wasn't he? So beautiful. And so and was Claire so, Danes. Claire Danes, absolutely incredible. And Rayanne, absolutely incredible. And he was just so hot and he needed a wash enough that I found him attractive. But I'd say he's my one crossover. Yeah. Interesting. And also Matthew like, Fox from Party of Five. No. Mm. 
There were some good TV shows when we were growing up. Fox slightly like my ex-boyfriend. And I look at him and I can see why people think he's attractive, but he's missing something. And it's the same with my ex-boyfriend. Everyone. Be the person I know. I only know one of your ex-boyfriends. Not know as in to chat to, but know of. No, I could pick them out. Oh, could you? Which one could you pick out? I'm not telling you on 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 the on the thing. The you one that Yes. Yes. Is no, it... no, not that one. No, but he looks a bit like him as well. Yeah. You see, I have a type. But um yeah, I don't find that one attractive either. Oh, I didn't know Jennifer Love Hewitt was in it, didn't they? That yeah. Oh, and Neve Campbell. Is it Neve Campbell? Yes, she was in it. Yeah, desperate to look like her. She was beautiful. If you could look <laughs> like, they don't have. They don't have like. They're supposed to have Stranger Things. Is that a kids allowed to watch that? Is that like the now version of the X Files? I don't know. I just hear where it's got grown up themes. Do you know what I mean? Like X Files. It wasn't like gory and paedophile or whatever, but it was a bit. I've never watched it. If you could look like any one celebrity from the past, not now, who would it be? What question is that? Um... Probably, probably Rachel Stevens. Oh, I think you're nicer looking than Rachel Stevens. Oh, stop it. No, yeah. she's beautiful, wasn't she? No. Yes, she was. Oh, no, about you? Catherine Ross. Don't even know who that is. Oh, come on, Gemma. I literally, every time I see a picture of her, I'm like, you, she's the most beautiful woman. Catherine, Are you Googling? With a C or a K? With a K, Catherine Ross. Oh, yeah. Actually, I'm changing my mind. Goldie Horn. Oh, no. <gasps> oh, Goldie Kate, Horn. Her daughter. Kate Hudson. Yeah, I'm changing. Oh, I'm no, no. I think, I think Goldie Horn whoops Kate Hudson. I'm going for Kate Hudson from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Absolutely okay. beautiful. In that gold dress. I would, I would kill, right, I've got like, we've all got, you know, two appendages. Back on your, back on your baps again. I could never wear a backless dress, braless. Okay. And there's a scene in that film where Kate Hudson wears the most stunning backless gold yellowy dress. I would kill to wear something like that. She's probably strapped up. No, because she's very petite, and then and then also she's really sporty as well, isn't she? And you know, I mean, she does have a lot of good genes and extra help. Like she's got personal trainers and masseuses, and mind you, I may as well have a personal trainer because when I went into spin, did ever I have already done that, spin today? And they asked me if I would like to um, have a regular bike. <laughs> Did you say yes? Did you not? It's 
two men that or, or go like really all the time not they go more than me right and they always have the same bike so it's like an unwritten rule that these two have these bikes right calibrated for them and they said you know would you is this would you like that bike or yeah and I was like no it's fine I'll just take whatever's free I couldn't I couldn't do it oh but what I am gonna do is I am gonna buy myself a pair of cleats oh now that's clip in and clip up but I am slightly scared that I'll get stuck at the end and I won't be able to clip out now my friend uh was at the time the youngest person in the priory and was a really bad alcohol he's got a very addictive personality it turns out anyway so when he got out he needed to find something else to be addicted to and he took he took up cycling for a bit but he can't just cycle he has to cycle so I remember one new year's eve my entire family arriving and my mum was like chippy will be down in a minute She's just waxing her friend's leg upstairs. So I had to wax his legs for him. He had lycra and all of that. And it, it's I'm trying not to laugh because it's nothing worse than people laughing at stuff from ages ago. But there was an incident on a local road, which is, a, it's a normal road, 40 mile an hour speed limit. And it comes up to a roundabout and a bus was going around the roundabout. And <laughs> Because he had his feet strapped in to to his thing. He couldn't take his feet out to put his foot down to let the bus pass. So he fell over. But just before he hit the ground, his feet, he said, sprung out of the of the shoes and so he said he just went over and then his legs like sprung out dramatically at the side like a little frog and every time I go past that roundabout I've become slightly insensible at the thought of it I I see road cyclists wearing those special shoes and I think it looks dangerous yeah I I think it is I think you have to keep going it I mean I I fucking hate cyclists sorry sorry cyclist laundrettes I'm sure Gemma loves you I so what's been your positive for the week then my positive of the week, I actually had a question for you about spin. I've, it's gone now. Um, my positive for the week is um, when my mum moved four years ago, she downsized and there was a lot of furniture that she was sad to get rid of, but I was pleased to get my mitts on, as was my sister. And one of these things was this blue velvet sofa that had been my dad's and it was lovely. And then when Magda arrived, um, she dug through it and that wasn't ideal. And so when we moved here, she dug through it. She went, it went from a little hole to like the entire innards were all over my conservatory floor. And I kept meaning to get it fixed and recovered, but it was going to be thousands of pounds. And it was, it's a really swanky sofa. And then Joe came up to me and was like, it's heaving with moth. Like if you pull back the cover, it moves. And so Joe and my builder took it to the dump. And I was really sad because it's my dad's sofa. And it's like all our puppies that we had when we were little mm. used to cuddle on there. Like it's been oh. just you know I mean? like that is the sofa of memories. Anyway, they took it to the dump 
and I had to demoth everywhere and I wanted to so I hoovered everything and it our conservatory has always been our like box room because we moved in just before Christmas and we had everyone coming for Christmas we moved on like the 17th of December I was like I want everything unpacked and nice as much as possible anything that doesn't need unpacking can go in the conservatory and then it's out of the way and so we've generally been through sifting through stuff but this sofa was there got rid of the sofa and my mum perchance got new furniture that's more suitable to her house delivered the day the sofa went and gave me two really lovely chairs that she's always had that I love and so I hoovered and cleaned one end of the conservatory sorted everything out sorted out a load of books put my two chairs in there with a um, little footstool and I go and work there now Oh, nice. and it's like a because it's in the conservatory it's like sunny and light but it's away from the kids and it looks into the garden and it's always warm and it's my nice little snuggy away from the kids space with my grown-up chair and it's all clean and it's really nice because I've never had a conservatory and I've always wanted one and then it was making me a bit depressed that it was filled with boxes and not being used. And also it's where the ducks lived for ages, so it smelled like duck. Um, so that's my positive. I've been it literally, and like Joe, if Joe's working late or something, I usually just sit in the playroom and watch telly. And instead I've been sitting in there reading and it's been lovely. That's my positive. What's your positive, Gemma Bray? Um, after school... I'm going to take the boys to go and watch the Jurassic Park Dominion. Are you taking all of them? Yeah, I'm a bit nervous. Has it, Ben seen? Well, they Ben's seen all of the others. Okay, and th- I'm sure it'd be fine then. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited. That's exciting. I love that sort of thing. I, I mean, not Jurassic Park. That would, that would make me. I'd go to sleep, but. I don't know why, but I, it's such a, I don't know, going to the cinema with your kids is a bit of a mum perk. And yeah. I don't know why. Because it's legitimate screen time. It's, and also in our cinema, the screen, the, 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 it all recline, you can recline. This is what's really annoying. There's a few things I miss from London. London drains, London bin collection. What, what is fortnightly? No, I what? Know. Yeah. What the fuck? There's unemployment in this country, and I've got maggots every other week because of the shit show that is yeah. the Hampshire collection. Um, pedicures, and literally about six months before we moved, a like small local cinema opened up near us that has been in the pipeline for the last 20 years that I've lived there and had new seats that reclined. And it was really comfortable and had popcorn boxes that had old film stars all around it. And yeah, so I missed that. Now I've got to go to like a big Odeon or Oh, we were, we're going to a big play. We're going to Blue Water. Um, well, that's a good positive. I think yeah. that's nice. When so, do you all boys wake up? Um, 21st July. Yeah, I'm in denial at the end of every term. I used to have my final meetings with the head teacher as chair of the PTA and she'd go, 
I'd go, well, there's six weeks to the end of term. And she'd go, no, there's three weeks. And then I'd go in and go, there's six weeks to the end of term. She'd go, no, there's, there's two weeks now. And I was like, this is parent desperately clinging on to the amount of time before and, and teacher knowing exactly how much fucking longer they've got to put up with the kids. And it's just, I, so I keep thinking it's six weeks and my, my eldest keeps going, it's only two weeks and two days until summer holidays. And I'm like, fuck. But I'm quite, I'm quite, I'm quite looking forward to it. You got your pool. I'll get back to you second weekend. See, see how you, see how you're faring. <laughs> when I'm in a cupboard crying. Uh, I need to go for a wee now because I'm absolutely bursting. So say goodbye, Chippy. Bye bye. Good luck with your wee. When you're drinking tea.